Hello there, and welcome to the Potent Puffin Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Thomas, and sitting here beside me is Keita, the Elk Hound. Now, this week we had April Fool's Day take place, and I'm not going to lie, April Fool's is not that big of a thing around my house, and mostly it's because there really hasn't been much room for it in my life since I joined the Coast Guard, because... You got to keep, you know, the mission first and just keep a professional attitude in that setting. And so April Fool's doesn't really happen too much. And then since I've been with the police department, if I'm working on April Fool's Day, you know, there's definitely no room to be pulling pranks on people. And so since I was a kid, you know, playing pranks on my brother and sister and them doing the same to me, there hasn't been much April Fool's going on in my life. As, but now that I have a kid, it's kind of popping its head up again each year, but not much really going on with it, especially if I'm working on that day. Now, what I will say is I kind of got a small reminder of April Fool's this year because I was getting Calson ready for his uh, daily preschool time on his tablet, and I was pulling up his preschool app, and the background of it had changed and it was like this cool underwater theme and it said welcome to the new classroom i was like oh man this is really cool they've updated you know they're gonna be doing some cool underwater stuff today or something but really as we press the next button to go on to the learning material it said april fools and then went back to the same old normal classroom background and I was like, oh, that's neat little fun prank that the little app did to us. Then his app crashed, and so we had to find something else to do for his little bit of education time before he gets playtime on his tablet. So what I ended up doing is I found the live webcams to the San Diego Zoo because that was listed under the educational apps that are on his tablet. And I didn't know that the San Diego Zoo uh, provided the links to the webcams. And I thought that was really cool that they do these webcams of their exhibits. And so we spent a little bit of time watching the platypus and the penguins. We tried to watch the polar bear, but the polar bear was being camera shy that day. So we didn't get to watch the polar bear on the webcam. But I thought that was really cool that the San Diego Zoo does that. And I don't know if they've always done it or if it's something they've started with COVID. I'm not sure. But it's cool because for those who can't get out to the zoo because of, you know, being cautious with COVID, you can still check out the animals. And then for people like me who live on an island and can't readily get to a zoo, there's still an option to see these animals, you know, just chilling out. You know, I, I like going to zoos. I went to some cool zoos growing up had one not far from where I grew up so it was a fairly regular thing that I kind of took for granted at the time of being able to just go to the zoo whenever I wanted and now that I live on an island I can't just go to the zoo whenever I want because it requires you know taking a flight off the island and so it's pretty special when I get to go to the zoo now especially if I get to take Callison because he loves the zoo I remember we went to the Honolulu Zoo a few years ago, 
think that was the first time that Calson got to go to the zoo, and he had a blast. That's a great zoo. I think it's really cool. He's also I've also taken him to the Little Rock Zoo, um, but that was on their special Boo at the Zoo night one year. And so we really didn't get to check out the animal exhibits on that visit because it was at nighttime and there's a lot of other activities going on. And every time I've tried to take them to the Little Rock Zoo, uh, whenever we've been visiting home, weather has always gotten in the way on the days that we've tried to go. So he hasn't gone during the day, but we'll get him there soon. And hopefully we'll get to check out some other cool zoos with him. But, you know, since we do live on an island in Alaska, we get a lot of really cool wildlife in the wild. So it's kind of a little trade-off. You know, really cool wildlife in the wild or some really exotic things in the zoo. It's kind of like the trade-off. So, but I think it's a really fair trade-off and I enjoy it. So going on from that. Okay, spoilers coming up. Not anything major, but a little bit of spoilers here. So we watched Godzilla vs. Kong this week, and I was super hyped for this movie. I've been waiting for it since the first Godzilla came out in, what, 2014? Once they came out with that, and then, you know, Kong Skull Island came out a little bit after. Ever since that, I've been like, Godzilla and Kong, let's get it. I want it. And then finally, in the post-credits on uh, King of Monsters, it... I think that's when it was confirmed that they were going to do Kong, Godzilla vs. Kong. And I've been pumped for it, and it finally came out. And so we watched it here at the house. Calson, somehow he decided he wanted to watch this movie too. I think the only Godzilla movie he's watched is Godzilla King of Monsters. But he was, you know, going on for a couple days before it came out. He was like, Godzilla's gonna fight Kong. Godzilla's gonna beat Kong and telling my wife that he wants to watch Godzilla beat up on Kong. And then we get to watching it. You get to the scene where they're revealing Mecha Godzilla, which was cool because Kalsen has really gone on this kick lately where he likes robots and like robot things. So he sees Mecha Godzilla and he's like, Dad! It's a robot Godzilla. And I was like, no, Callison, it's Mecha Godzilla. And then right after I said that on the sh on the movie, the, like one of the characters was like, it's a robot Godzilla. And then another character was like, no, it's Mecha Godzilla. And I just thought that was really cool that I had that little exchange with Callison. Then like right after that, after I said that with Callison, that's what that was the actual dialogue in the movie so that was really interesting I thought that was really cool uh, I was really excited for Mecha Godzilla I didn't think he was gonna show up in this movie but I'm really glad that he did and so that happened and I'll, that's all I'm gonna say about Godzilla vs Kong other than if you haven't watched it yet go check it out really great movie don't expect great acting or any cool stories just expecting a lot of really cool Godzilla fighting King Kong okay that's it just go in there and it'll be great after that Brandy did a puzzle the next night and she got this puzzle 
and in both our minds this was supposed to be like a week-long project and she ended up doing this puzzle in like I think 45 minutes or so so then we ended up going to Walmart to look for another puzzle to do and one they got some pretty neat stuff at Walmart as far as puzzles go they got these puzzles and they're blockbuster puzzles they're different cover arts from different movies different poster arts from various famous movies but the container for the puzzle looks like the old blockbuster containers that they had the, that they would keep the VHS tapes in so you know like when you'd go to blockbuster and you'd grab your VHS that old hulky box that they would be in that's what the box of these puzzles look like and I was like that is really freaking dope like We'll probably end up going back to get one of those just because I want the box. But we couldn't decide on which movie to get. I was thinking we should either get Hercules or Alien, but Brandy didn't really want either one of those. And then the other options they had, I think, were some of the Disney princess movies, and Brandy wasn't going for those either. She's a big Disney person, but I don't think she wanted to do a puzzle of the princesses. So... We didn't pick up a blockbuster puzzle, but we probably will sometime in the near future. But going along with that, if you're following along with the blog on the Poe and Puffin website, you'll notice that that's what the most recent blog entry deals with, is that puzzle. I kind of just thought about a few little common things between the trivial puzzle and, you know, life in general. I'll kind of highlight some of that, but... If you really want to read what I had to say, just go check out the blog on the Potent Puffin website, and you can read the full thing there. But basically, I just kind of talk about how with puzzles, you can't just judge it based on the total number of pieces. There's lots of different factors that go into determining the difficulty of the puzzle, such as there's a lot of one color it may be difficult to differentiate the different parts of the puzzle and break it down to smaller pieces. So it may be 300 pieces, but like just various shades of one color. And that might be more difficult than the 500 piece one, but has very discernible sections that you can break it up into. And life is like that. You can't necessarily judge everything based on the most basic aspect of, of what you're looking at. And you know, some puzzles are easy for people and s they're not easy for others. And li that's life, you know, in whatever you do. Just because something's easy for you doesn't mean someone else is going to struggle with it. So we should always offer help when we can. Or if you need help, you know, ask for help. You know, like there's one piece that was throwing Brandy off. And so I gave her a little help on it. Not that I was much help because I suck at puzzles but I was able to help some. And so even if you know you have struggles in the same areas of that person, you can still help some or maybe help direct them somewhere else that can get them the better help. And that's just kind of like the gist of kind of what the blog talked about this week. So if you want to check the full thing out, just head over to the Poe and Puffin website and go to the blog section and it will be the most recent one. So one last thing is this is my first episode recording uh, with my new microphone. I recently got a Blue Yeti Nano. I've been wanting a Blue Yeti for a while, 
and just looking at it I had a chance to get a nano and price point for what's different about them it made sense to just go in and grab the nano now and I can get away from my headset that was just very uncomfortable with me so I'm still kind of learning some of the differences on using an actual microphone as opposed to that little headset but I was able to get a cheap little boom arm to go with it and that's really cool makes things kind of versatile with how I can have it set up my dog Kita she is not a fan of the boom arm yet she's kind of stayed away from it kind of scares her a little bit I think but yeah I like it and so far it seems to be doing good and Calson when I was first got it out of the box and you know seeing how to set it up and making sure everything was there and I was just doing kind of like a little test on it to make sure it worked right Calson decided he had to record Bigfoot noises he's like I need to make Bigfoot noises into the microphone so he like stands up next to it and he just lets out like this crazy like werewolf kind of howl and he's like that's the Bigfoot noise that's how you scare Bigfoot away and I'm like that's the noise you make to scare the Bigfoot away and he's like yeah and then he makes a different one and he's like and that's the one you use to get the Bigfoot to come to you I'm like okay one how do you know how to speak Bigfoot well enough that you know which noise to use to get it to come to you and which noise to use to get it to go away from you I'm like you might be watching a little too much Bigfoot shows there kid but I don't really care because Bigfoot's cool and I like that he has something that he's passionate to learn about that's gonna do it for this week so if you liked you know subscribe or follow whatever they're calling it these days I know iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever they call themselves, they've recently changed from subscribe to follow. So if you're on there, follow. If you're on a different platform, subscribe. You know, whatever. And, you know, check me out on Twitter and Instagram if you would like. I got the cool drawings going up on the Instagram still. And I do have some of those designs on coffee mugs for sale on my Etsy shop or on the Potent Puffin website. So go check those out. And if you think those designs are cool, support them by picking up a coffee mug. And I'll catch you all next week.